is faith? Often people consider faith to be a special quality that the religious happen to possess. It's like some magical elixir. Uh, apparently, some people have lots of faith coursing through their veins or something. Uh, others don't have quite so much faith coursing through their veins. How does Jesus think of faith? When Jesus wanted to explain faith to a Bible scholar called Nicodemus, he retold the story of the brazen serpent. That's the old translation, the bronze serpent. It's an odd story from Numbers chapter 21, but let me give you the details. Israelites have been wandering through the wilderness and they've been doing what they do oh so well. They've been grumbling. Uh, Numbers chapter 21 and verse 4. The people grew impatient on the way. They spoke against God and against Moses and said, Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There's no bread, there's no water, and we detest this miserable food. Uh, I wonder how seriously do we consider grumbling? As the characteristic sin of the Israelites in the wilderness, actually grumbling provokes the Lord's anger more than any other sin. God wants our hearts, and He takes discontentment as a personal affront. He sends judgment in verse 6. Then the Lord sent venomous snakes among them. They bit the people, and many Israelites died. Here, God's people are handed over to diabolical powers. Serpents remind us of that ancient serpent from Genesis chapter 3, the devil. The people are given over to Satan in judgment. But judgment is not God's final word, not at all. Judgment is the context for the Lord to reveal his salvation. And this is what we read in verse 7. The people came to Moses and said, We sinned when we spoke against the Lord and against you. Pray that the Lord will take the snakes away from us. So Moses prayed for the people. The Lord said to Moses, Make a snake and put it up on a pole. Anyone who is, brit who is bitten can look at it and live. So Moses made a bronze snake, a brazen serpent and put it up on a pole. Then when anyone was bitten by a snake, they looked at the bronze snake, the brazen serpent, and they lived. The people are saved by simply looking at the bronze snake. The very thing that caused them harm, the snakes, is their salvation if only they look. It seems such a strange story, doesn't it? Why would Jesus be so keen to draw our attention to it? Well, here's what he says in John chapter 3 when he's having this conversation with Nicodemus, the Bible scholar. In uh, John chapter 3 from verse 14, Jesus says, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man, that's Jesus, must be lifted up so that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. So Jesus is making the application. According to Jesus, we are like the Israelites in Numbers. We are the faithless grumblers. We too are sick with sin and awaiting death. There's only one cure. Behold, the one lifted up. He became the very thing that afflicted us. He became sin, according to 2 Corinthians 5 verse 21. And now, what must we do to be saved? Look, look, that's it. Look and live, those words from Numbers 21 verse 9. Look and live. Don't ignore the snake bite. 
Don't try to reason with God. Don't try to suck out the poison. Don't offer up some kind of sacrifice of your own devising. Don't turn to some voodoo spell. Don't ask Moses to save you. Look to the one lifted up. So what is faith? Faith is not a quality you find within yourself. Faith is looking away from yourself. Faith is looking to Christ. It's not this thing you conjure up within yourself. It's beholding something else, someone else. Faith is looking to Jesus. Many people say that they would like to have faith or they would like to have more faith. But the answer is not really to have more faith. It's to have more Christ. To look more. When we behold him, that is faith. Therefore, the life of faith is the life of setting Christ before our eyes and saying to our souls, look and live, look and live. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold the Lord of glory lifted up for you. You know, on the cross, he became our sin so that we might become his righteousness. Can't you trust him? If you want to have faith, don't look to yourself, don't look to Moses through some regime or legalism. Just look to Jesus. Let me close with the words of Charles Spurgeon in his wonderful uh, devotion, Morning and Evening. He writes this in a lovely little devotional called Looking Unto Jesus. He says, It is ever the Holy Spirit's work to turn our eyes away from self to Jesus, but Satan's work is just the opposite of this, for he is constantly trying to make us regard ourselves instead of Christ. He insinuates, that is, Satan insinuates, your sins are too great for pardon. You have no faith. You do not repent enough. You will never be able to come. You'll, you'll never be able to continue to the end. You have not the joy of God's children. You have such a wavering hold of Jesus. All these, says Spurgeon, are thoughts about self. And we shall never find comfort or assurance by looking within. But the Holy Spirit turns our eyes entirely away from self. He tells us that we are nothing, but that Christ is all in all. Remember, therefore, it is not thy hold of Christ that saves thee. It is Christ. It is not thy joy in Christ that saves thee. It is Christ. It is not even faith in Christ, though that be the instrument. It is Christ's blood and merits. Therefore, look not so much to thy hand with which thou art grasping Christ as to Christ. Look not to thy hope, but to Jesus, the source of thy hope. Look not to thy faith, but to Jesus, the author and finisher of thy faith. We shall never find happiness by looking at our prayers, our doings or our feelings. It is what Jesus is, not what we are, that gives rest to the soul. If we would at once overcome Satan and have peace with God, it must be by looking unto Jesus. Keep your eye simply on Him. Let His death, His sufferings, His merits, His glories, His intercession be fresh upon your mind. When you wake in the morning, look to Him. When you lie down at night, look to Him. Oh, let not your hopes or fears come between you and Jesus. Follow hard after Him and He will never fail you. He finishes with the great hymn, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly rest on Jesus' name. Amen.